Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day. Whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day, whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, Networld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing our series on the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow with it. And that's Proverbs 10, 22. I love the word of God and I know you do too. Let me read you 2 Corinthians 8, 9. It says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. And then let me read it to you in the Amplified Version. For you are becoming progressively acquainted with and recognizing more strongly and clearly the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, his kindness, his gracious generosity, his undeserved favor and spiritual blessing in that though he was so very rich, yet for your sakes he became so very poor in order that by his poverty you might become enriched, abundantly supplied. I have a quote that I like to say, by his grace we are saved. By his spirit, we are filled. By his stripes, we are healed. By his poverty, we are rich. By his blood, we are redeemed. By his death, we are alive. And by his resurrection, we are eternal. Thank you, Jesus. Deuteronomy 8.18 in the Message Bible says, Well, think again. Remember that God, your God, gave you the strength to produce all this wealth so as to confirm the covenant that he promised to your ancestors as it is today. And third John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. I think this is one of the most important messages for the church today. Most of us believe we're in the end times, very close to the return of Christ. There's a lot of people we need to reach for Jesus. He's looking for a strong church. He needs a prosperous church. He needs healthy and wealthy people in order to preach the gospel around the world. I firmly believe it is God's will that we prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. I do believe his blessing has to do with prosperity. I do believe his blessing has to do with strength to produce wealth that we might establish his covenant on the earth. Listen to 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. I have another quote I like to say, when God wants to do the impossible, don't limit yourself by the possible. Wow, that's very cool, because God has abundantly more than we could ever ask or think. We've been talking about the blessing of the Lord, making one rich, and the blessing is 
the enablement to produce. We've been talking about the why of God's blessing and where it comes from and the importance of our character and attitude in God's blessing. And we spent some time on the supernatural in God's blessing, understanding supernatural streams. And yesterday we were talking about the power of a seed and how to receive the harvest. That when we believe it in our heart and confess it with our mouth, it comes to pass. And our mouth is the sickle. Oh, I love that part. We hear the word. The word comes into our heart. The word brings faith. And then we speak out of our heart that faith and create the harvest of the blessings of God's word. Today I want to cover some more about how sure the promise is. Psalm 35, 27 says, Let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause, and let them say continually. Now I'm going to say that again. And let them say continually, and I'll say it one more time. And let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Say that with me. I'll say it. You repeat it after me. Let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. I'll say it again all at once. Let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. You see, I believe the promise is sure. And as we've read many times in this series, Romans 4.16, it says, therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure. And then it says, to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. The promise is sure. I love to know that. And if we believe in our heart and confess it with our mouth, we can bring it to pass. We can move mountains. We can reach this world for Jesus. We can walk in the things that God has called us to. We can take dominion over the earth and rule and reign through Christ. By grace through faith that works by love. You see, we're saved by grace through faith that works by love. We're healed by grace through faith that works by love. We're blessed by grace through faith that works by love. Ecclesiastes 5.19 says, As for every man to whom God has given riches and wealth and given him power to eat of it, to receive his heritage and rejoice in his labor, this is the gift of God. I'm going to read that one again. This is powerful. Ecclesiastes 5.19. As for every man to whom God has given riches and wealth and given him power to eat of it, to receive his heritage and rejoice in his labor, this is the gift of God. Well, if we read that clearly, the gift of God is the riches, the wealth, and the power to eat of it and to receive his heritage and rejoice in his labor. I continually say, everything I put my hand to prospers. And I get that promise out of Deuteronomy 28 and 8, which says in the King James Bible, the Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. This is the word of God. This is the will of God. I'll read it again. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Because of that word, I say, everything I put my hand to prospers. According to that word from the Lord, I say, everything you put your hand to prospers. Now, don't just expect it to happen. We have to believe it in our heart, and we have to speak it with our mouth. 
speak to the mountain and remove the obstacles to bring the will of God to pass. He told us to take dominion. He told us to cast out the devils. He told us to take authority. And how do we do that? By confessing the word of God. Everything I put my hand to prospers. My church, my books, my music, the family Bible revolution, my wisdom, my ministry, my business, my curriculum, my family, my daily devotional, my vision and purpose, my prosperity, my house, my car, my internet radio program, my blog, my health, my drumming. Well, you didn't know that, but I'm a drummer. My food, my bank accounts, my IRA, even my increase. Everything I put my hand to prospers. That's my confession about myself. And you need to think about what have you put your hand to and confess that everything you put your hand to prospers. I like how Kenneth Copeland defined true prosperity in the book 50 Days of Prosperity, Volume 1, Day Number 20, by Pastor George Pearsons of Eagle Mountain Church. Number one, true prosperity is the ability to use the power of God to meet the needs of mankind in every realm of life, spirit, soul, body, financially, and socially. Two, true prosperity is when you make it your need to get salvation into the hands of people and when you make it your purpose to feed the gospel to the unsaved. Three, true prosperity is the ability to look a man in the eye in his moment of impossibility and take his needs on as your own. Four, true prosperity is walking with God to be able and equipped to do for others whatever he needs done, whenever he needs it done, and with whatever he needs it done. Five, true prosperity is not for keeping your bills paid and your body well just so you can lie around and watch TV in comfort. God is not prospering us to get us out of debt so we can get into bigger debt. He's not prospering us so we can buy and buy and buy and buy. He's prospering us so we can give and give and give and give. And six, a man's life consists not in the abundance of things he possesses, but in the abundance of things he sows. Oh, that's a good word. And number seven, Billy Brim quoted during the Restore Honor meeting in Washington, D.C., what a rabbi said about God's word commanding us to make money, and the reason is because we are God's stewards on the earth with the responsibility to distribute his wealth. That's strong. I like 2 Corinthians 9:11 in the New International Version. You will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion, and through us your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Wow, it's very powerful. God wants us to be healthy and wealthy to establish his covenant on the earth, to take dominion and rule and reign with kingdom principles, and to be able to fulfill the vision that is given all of us individually and corporately. And we must be bold in our faith towards prosperity. We must not have fear. 2 Timothy 1.7 in the Amplified Bible says, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craven and cringing and fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Isaiah 41.10 in the Amplified says, Fear not, there is nothing to fear, for I am with you. Do not look around you in terror and be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen and harden you to difficulties. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will hold you up and retain you with my victorious right hand of righteousness and justice. 
Psalm 27, 3 in the Amplified. Though a host encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, even then in this will I be confident. And then Psalm 112, verse 7 in the Amplified says, He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is firmly fixed, trusting, leaning on, and being confident in the Lord. Well, one more. Hebrews 10:23 in the Amplified. So let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised is reliable, sure, and faithful to his word. Yes, all the promises of God are yes and amen. His promises are sure. I have another quote. It says this, In one way or another, God wants us to walk on the water. Well, he wants us to prosper. He wants us to believe in it. He wants us to be like Peter who walked on the water, who just trusted his word. When Jesus said, Come, Peter went. And when God says above all that he wants us to prosper and be in health, we need to take that word and walk on the water with it and believe God to receive. Believe and receive it in our hearts and declare the word with our mouths. Once again, our time is up. So tune in tomorrow, same time, same place. You be blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.